Hi there, this is Ellis Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, October 7th, 2023. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website with great betting tools and perks. Amwager.com is licensed in the U.S. and legal for residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many around the world. Check it out. Amwager.com. You can also get the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, the Key Races and Bets blog, totally free at Amwager.com by going to Amwager.com and clicking on How to Bet and Ellis Stars blog. While you're there, if not a member, check it out. You'll be happy you did. We're going to start with the Woodford Stakes opening a great weekend at Keeneland with some big Breeders' Cup Winning your in races, the Woodford is not one of those, but it does have Breeders' Cup implications. This is race 6 at Keeneland on Saturday, October 7th, and the post time is 3.40 Eastern. The top win contender is Live in the Dream, and the other contenders to win are Beer Can Man at Arzac. And courses to consider for exact bets are Bad Beat Brian, Olympic Runner, and R Shot Plus Live in the Dream, Beer Can Man at Arzac. We have to start with Live in the Dream, because as I said, this is not a winning your in for the Breeders' Cup turf sprint but he's already earned a spot in the british cup turf sprint one month from now at san anita since the majority of his 19 races including six wins have been run on a straight his connections want to get him experience running on a counterclockwise track in north america and this is it living dream won the nunthorpe stakes on august 25th beating 15 other horses making the lead from the start and never threatened and he earned a grained one level 127 Echo Bay speed figure. That is really high in doing so. Jockey Corain has been aboard for his last three wins and comes from Europe to ride again. And although Live in the Dream doesn't need to win this race, basically, as I said, he's in to get the experience of running on a left-handed track. He should be tough to beat with anything resembling a repeat of his most recent effort. Beer Can Man was much farther back than usual in 8th in the Green Flash Handicap last month at Del Mar, having been crowded at the start and dropping back. Still, he rallied to lead in the stretch and ended up 3rd. His two races before that, where he was 3rd and 4th early, were top efforts, including a win in the turf sprint stakes on Preakness Weekend at Pimlico. Andy gets reunited with Flavian Pratt up for that win, but not the two races since and also up for a win earlier in his career. Most importantly, the Green Flash has turned out to be a significantly productive key race. What's interesting is the first through fourth horses have not run since, but the fifth horse, Laneway, won the Eddie D Stakes, grade two, at Santa Anita already. The sixth place finisher was a strong second in his next start. The eighth place finisher won, and the seventh was second in the Eddie D. And that pretends very well for Beer Can Man in the situation if he gets a decent placement like he usually does. Arzak should not be 15-1 to 1 on the morning line as he is to start the betting, as he just won a classified allowance race at this distance on the grass at Saratoga. Arzak was a grade 3 winner last year and drew Ozario rides, which is a good sign. That August 23rd race at Saratoga was also a key race, as the runner-up came back to win, as well as the fourth horse, who won a stakes. The third-place finisher finished second in his next start as well. <clears throat> With a 104 last race Echo Base speed figure, as good as the 105 Beer Can Man earned in the turf sprint, Arzak has as much probability to win a run as well as Beer Can Man at opens at much higher odds, 15 to 1 compared to 4 to 1. As to the other contenders, at least for exotics, 
Bad Beat Brian missed by a head in the spring equivalent of this race to Shakertown Stakes and remains in good form as he was just a neck back last month in the turf sprint at Kentucky Downs. Olympic runner was a neck behind Bad Beat Brian in that same race and has a big kick as well and has been first or second in 15 of 33 races nearly half the time. Our shot has been first or second in his last four all-turf sprints, including a near win in the stakes race at this trip at Saratoga last month. In the Woodford Stakes race 6 at Keeneland, post time 3.40 Eastern Saturday, October 7th, Live the Dream is going to be a win bet for me at 2-1 to one or more for sure. Beer Can Man has minimum odds of 4-1, to one, Arzac 5-1. to one. Now, Beer Can Man opens around 4-1, to one, so I'm not sure if we'll make that threshold. Arzac opening at 15 should be. So considering there's going to be a likely odds disparity between Live in the Dream and one or both of the other two, this is a great race to take advantage of the mathematical edge provided by something called a dutching tool, which prorates your wagers for the best value. And there's a free dutching tool, which is really easy to use at Amwager.com, where you just set the amount you want to win, and the math is done for you to help achieve the best edge. And this is just one of many tools and perks at Amwager.com. For the exact, I want to play Live in the Dream, Arzak, and Beer Can Man over Live in the Dream, Arzak, Beer Can Man, Bad Beat Brian, Olympic Runner, and R Shot. So that's the top three contenders, Live in the Dream, Arzak, and Beer Can Man over those three, plus Bad Beat Brian, Olympic Runner, and our Shot. Optionally, you can play the opposite of that. So just in case one of these three come in second, particularly Arzak, at double-digit odds, you make a nice profit. If you play both the first bet and reverse it. And if any two of Living in the Dream, Arzak, and Beer Can Man run first and second, you win both bets. So it could be worth it. Moving on to race seven at Keeneland, the Thoroughbred Club of America Stakes on Saturday, October 7th. This has a 412 post time. And the top win contenders are Happy Soul, <coughs> Wicked Halo, and Yuguri. Now, Happy Soul has about the same probability to win this race, maybe a little less, if she runs her best race of the three contenders, but opens at four times the odds, eight to one, compared to Yuguri and Wicked Halo at two to one and five to two. Happy Soul will have to run her absolute best to win, but that's not out of the question because trainer Wesley Ward, who of course wins a lot of races at Keeneland and at this level, puts blinkers on for the first time since June of 2021, or May of 2021. In May and June of that year, in blinkers, Happy Soul destroyed the field twice by 11 lengths each, the second of those coming in the Astoria Stakes for two-year-old fillies. She hasn't run that badly since. No wins, but six seconds or thirds. Many in stakes, including second in the Thoroughbred Club of America Stakes last year. She's also moving back to dirt, where all three of her lifetime wins have come, and where she's finished second twice, only missing the top two once in six races. Happy Soul's recent workout on September 21th at Keeneland, likely in the new blinkers, or return blinkers, was sensational. And since all the signals she might go to the front and successfully play, come catch me here. Your green wicked halo don't need much talking up. They have 14 wins between them. They've earned more than $2.2 million combined. Wicked Halo run the Raven run at Keeneland for three-year-olds only one year ago at the fall meet. And the Twin Bridges stakes in July. So although she disappointed as the odds-on favorite last month, she has every right to run well enough to win. Yuguri arguably ran the best race of her career last month, winning the open mind stakes at Churchill Downs under Flavian Pratt, who rides back. She also won back-to-back in December of last year and February this year, so putting two A races in a row is not out of the question. In a thoroughbred Club of America stakes race, 7 at Keeneland, with a 4:12 post time on Saturday, October 7th, I'm going to bet Happy Soul with 3-1 or more, the other two are just going to be lower odds. 
and I'm going to box Happy Soul Wicked Halo and box Happy Soul and Yuguri. Now, using Wicked Halo and Yuguri in doubles and pick threes is a very good idea. So looking back at the previous race, you can use Living the Dream, Beer Can Man, Arzak. You could even use the other three, Bad Beat Brian, Olympic Runner, and Arshot, and then use uh, Yuguri and Wicked Halo here because they'll be low odds and then move on to the eighth race. Or play doubles as well. Race 8 is the first Lady Stakes. Race 8 at Keeneland, 4.43 Eastern post time on Saturday, October 7th. The top win contenders are White Beam, Jumbly, and In Italian. White Beam beat her stable mate, also trained by Chad Brown, In Italian, on the square when both were last seen on July 15th in the Grade 1 Diana. And has every right to do it again, although she won't be 7-1 to this time if she wasn't Diana. She opened to 3-1, to that's a good price. And as a four-year-old, at lightly raced, making only her four starts since a layoff and since supporting to the U.S., White Beam can run even better. Pratt was aboard for the first time that Diana rode her very well, and cutting back from nine furlongs to eight isn't a problem either, as she missed by a neck in the plenty of gray stakes and a mile on grass in her U.S. debut in April. And that was following six months off. The interesting horse in the field, particularly from a value perspective, is going to be Jumbly who ships back from Europe after making a U.S. debut in August in the Boston Spa, where she made up nine and a half lengths in the final three-eighths of a mile, finished third in a four-horse photo. Jumbly had run against some of the some tough fillies in Europe this year. First one second in the Group 2 Lanwad Stud Stakes in May, which is the equivalent of Grade 1 in the U.S. Then fourth of ten of the tougher Group 2 Duke of Cambridge Stakes at Royal Ascot in June. Although, after the Boston Spa, Jumbly returned to Europe and finished 5th of 12 in the Group 1 Matron Stakes. And in that big field of 12, she wasn't too badly regarded at 10-1. to 1. Back to the Boston Spa, where Jumbly ran very well, she was 5 wide into the stretch, and every Jets winner, who's also in this race, got a dream trip up the rail. Looking at her European form and how well she ran their only U.S. start, with John Velasquez riding again, who rode her in the Boston Spa, I think Jumbly's as good as an Italian in white beam, on her best day. And I hope that's today, because at 6-1, to one, I'll definitely love to cash a win bet. In Italian has 7 wins and 4 runner-up efforts from 12 starts, all on grass, and she'll likely be in the front end, as she usually is. She won the 2022 First Lady in a 6-horse field, when allowed an easy lead, under Rosario, who gets back on after 3 races in a row with Irene Ortiz Jr., who remains in New York today. All that being said, in Italian is not unbeatable. Evidence went past late to be second in last year's Breeders' Cup Philly Mary Turf here at Keeneland and when last seen in Diana Stakes. So my place in the First Lady Stakes, Race 8 at Keeneland, post 443 Eastern, Saturday, October 7th, are going to be White Beam at 2-1 to one to win and Jumbly at 3-1 to one to win. I think we'll get both. And so this is a great race, again, to use a dutching tool to get a little different prorating on your value. There's not a lot of value in exacta tickets, as two of the three, White Beam and Italian, are the top two betting favorites. But again, I think if you go back and play doubles from some of the horses, pick threes, let's say, for race six with some of the contenders, with the contenders in race seven, and then the contenders in race eight, there's still some value, as long as, of course, Wicked Halo and Yuguri win, but Italian doesn't win or Live in the Dream wins, and then maybe one of the higher-odds horses wins the second and third legs, like Happy Soul and like Jumbly. Thanks so much for listening to this week's Key Races and Bets podcast. Don't forget, you can get the written version of this, the Key Races and Bets blog, totally free at amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, by clicking on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. While you're there, check it out. If you're not a member, you'll be happy you did. I'll be playing there all weekend with the great tools and perks that allow me to have an edge, and I hope you will as well. 
Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.